Welcome, and it's the PHNX Cardinals podcast, Flavoring Fridays here on a Football Friday. I'm Johnny Venerable. He is Bo Brock. This show brought to you by our friends at OGs, the official sponsor of Flavoring Fridays. Not just your average cannabis-infused gummy. They absolutely, positively knock it out of the park. Check them out, ogbrands.com. Check us out here, your definitive Arizona Cardinal podcast. Like and subscribe Leave us a five-star, our last football Friday of the year as the Arizona oh, Cardinals bow host the Seattle Seahawks at State Farm Stadium this Sunday. How are we feeling? Uh, it's bittersweet, isn't it, right? I mean, we're not going to be – today was the last practice. I'm not going to go out there and be able to record videos for these great people out there and post them on our Twitter account until training time. camp. Maybe yeah. some some mini camps, some OTAs mixed in between there. And, of course, we're going to have a great gra- draft p- coverage. But a bit bittersweet. I mean, this yeah. is a team that's not playing for much. And, yeah, we're excited about the future of this organization. But it's always tough to say goodbye to football Sundays for the team that you root for. So uh, it is absolutely every, every sense of the word bittersweet z professor happy birthday my happy guy birthday, yeah we uh we're excited you're going out to gila river wild horse pass for the weekend but uh fortunately you're not going to be able to join us that is unfortunate but uh we appreciate you happy b-day what's up emily what's up ken rise up Didi. everybody happy friday happy friday everybody good vibes immaculate vibes to everybody great vibes here on the last football friday of the year, at least for our Arizona Cardinals, we're going to have a banner offseason. This show's going nowhere, and uh, I, I would imagine we're going to have a few more than just four to five victories in this offseason. Plenty of time to talk about that. What I want to talk about right now, the state of the Arizona Cardinals ahead of Sunday's matchup. You reported earlier today, Bo Brock, Cardinals are going to be without Garrett Williams. They're going to be without Dante Stills, and then they kind of out of nowhere cut defensive <laughs> lineman Kevin Strong. I mean, yeah. just... Are we empty in the pantry here? Is it spring cleaning already for the Cardinals ahead of Seattle? Yeah, the the strong thing, and, and I haven't done too much research as far as uh, what the Twitter streets are saying and, and maybe what was behind it. it. To me, it was surprising, right? Kevin Strong has been one of the mainstays as far as this defensive line, uh, an unknown group of, of players for the most part all season long. Sign kind of followed. Uh, Monty Austin from Tennessee also had ties to uh, assistant GM, uh, was it, uh, Dave, why can't I think of his name? Uh, your boy, Dave Sears, Dave Sears from Detroit. Kevin Strong has, has been a guy that that's been part of that rotation all season long. So to see him kind of be sent the door just what 48 hours before the Cardinals regular season finale, strange Weird. move. Um, I don't know, you know, what what went behind it but you, you're already down you know you've got Dante stills going on on IR yeah. before the his final game is rookie season so he's out and then you know we'll see if they activate maybe it's making room for Lecky Foto to be activated tomorrow and and play potentially his last game as an Arizona Cardinal before he's free agency as his rookie contract comes to an end maybe that's it but uh, a head scratcher no no doubt about it it's weird it feels like this is like limbo gray area time and while there are people that are part of this franchise, they're technically members of the Arizona Cardinals. Like, are, is this their final game? Like, we could do a whole show on, is this the final game for Rondell Moore? Is this the final yeah. game, even though he's not playing for Hollywood Brown, right? What's going on with some of these, you know, older veterans defensively? What is Cameron Thomas going to be inactive again? DJ Humphreys out last weekend. 
it really feels like, and the season's not over yet, it's the complete changing of the guard. And it started last offseason. It's carried onward through this regular season. They are about 72 hours away from, okay, we're on to 2024. We're on mm-hmm. to shaping this roster and allowing us to kind of go gangbusters like they've always wanted to. We've touched on that numerous times. And while Bo and I disagree about the term and the meaning of the word uh, rebuild, it does feel like I'll fight 2020, you. Yeah, 2023 yeah. <laughs> times were tough, right? But yeah. I will say this. If Kyler Murray can somehow win this game, I know a lot of Cardinal fans, I see it on Twitter, they want the loss, they want the third overall pick. I can understand that. You are you have every right to feel that way. I want the pick as well. If Kyler Murray goes 4-4 four and four with this roster, I think it's, it's one of the, and people scoff at this, best achievements by a Cardinal in the last half decade. To be able to come into this circumstance, torn ACL, new system, hardest strength of schedule in the league, and go 500 with this team without Hollywood Brown, I, it is damn impressive. It's commendable, and I, I will stand up and applaud him if this happens on Sunday. Absolutely. Um, it's about putting things in perspective, and it, it was interesting. You know, Obviously, we heard from Kyler this week. We've heard from Jonathan Gannon a couple times, and I think that they've been pretty transparent as far as you know the challenges that they face this season and where they are and where they're going, which is great, and that's in lockstep together. And that you know, Jonathan Gannon maintained and even told Kyler Murray from the jump that he's his franchise quarterback. But then to also have the ability to kind of, you know, as, as we're – five days post new year, but you know, you're, you're putting the finishing touches on the final, uh, fi- the final uh, touches of this season for the Cardinals. And you talk to Israel Wolfork, the quarterback coach for the Cardinals today. And like, he's all I could do is laugh is thinking back about this quarterback room and the challenges that it faced. Like here we were talking about Colt McCoy, potentially being the starting quarterback of this team. Wasn't even throwing consistently every day at practice. Like, you know, infamously pointing at uh, at receivers that he would throw to if he was allowed to throw because of the arm maintenance that he was going through, and then the arm never came through. And the Arizona Cardinals knew in the joint practice against the Vikings in Minneapolis that they had to figure out a different solution at quarterback. And what do they do? They bring in Joshua Dobbs, and they're tasked with getting Joshua Dobbs up to speed. And then Joshua Dobbs, you know, his expiration date hits after eight games, and he's sent packing right after he was benched, and then you start Clayton Toon for a game and then you all the while you're getting Kyler Murray up to speed rehabbing and ready to start a new system under Drew Petzing and he gets in there in in the Arizona Cardinals have gotten four different quarterbacks ready to start games this season now that would be miraculous but now you see former Cardinals quarterback Jeff Driscoll practice squad guy he's going to make his he's going to be the fifth different starting quarterback for the Cleveland Browns it's just wild times at the quarterback position this year and the Arizona Cardinals have had one of the craziest seasons when it comes to that position but now you get at least the comfort of knowing going forward you got a guy. You got Kyler Murray, and I think that you got you have to be pretty um, excited. I guess you can. You, your expectations might be tempered, but keep in mind, Drew Petzing was trying to make chicken salad and chicken shit all season long. You know, with with the position and with the the players that you know were making plays out there. Alex four ninety nine super chat. If this game gets out of hand for whatever reason, do you see JG pulling Kyler? I mean, it would have to be really lopsided. And I mean, let's be honest, the Seahawks defense has been bad lately. And I, you know, I think the Cardinals have severe limitations defensively, but the Cardinals have been moving the, the, the ball well for about the past four to six weeks. Like they, they are top 10 in yards per game since Kyler Murray came back. 
Uh, think about that for a second. Like they're a top 10 offense in terms of yards. Now they need to do better in the red zone. They were bad up until last week, but I, they're, they're moving the ball. They should move the ball at will against the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah. Now, can they stop Kenneth Walker and company? Can they stop, of course, the, the vaunted passing attack, Geno Smith notwithstanding, of DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett? I think that's 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 really where this game is going to be won or lost. But I I think Kyler Murray is going to have another big statistical day. I really do. Deuce, another $2 super chat. Thank you so much. Drew pulled a VJ on T15 by playing Dobbs instead. Uh I'm not sure what that's in reference to. Clayton, playing a, probably playing like a veteran over over a rookie, I think. Um, potentially, Clayton, look- he had no business starting this season. I was on the record. I wanted him just because Colt McCoy literally couldn't throw the football. And yeah. we, it, when you watched in training camp, I don't know how we got off on this. Clayton Toon versus Colt <laughs> McCoy. It was embarrassing. And yeah. I like listen. And that's like the perfect segue. Colt McCoy, who is a a tremendous ambassador for the game of, of football. Just because he couldn't play this year and and he didn't sign with anybody doesn't mean that like we don't appreciate what Colt McCoy did, but yeah. like, they needed to go get Joshua Dobbs. That had to happen. Right. Well, yeah, and we don't have time to get to it today because it's full game preview. And we'll, I think we should bring this back next week. But, you know, Colt McCoy was on Pat McAfee today and he had yeah. nothing but nice things to say about this organization. Still believes in Jonathan Gannon and Monty Osfort in the direction of his franchise, even though they said, hey, Colt, you can't play here any longer. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. And, you know, that's that's a true sign of, of how classy Colt McCoy is, um, but also a true testament to the direction of this organization that it's it's undeniable. Look, I think Clayton Toon was given every opportunity to really hold on to the backup spot, and that's what they wanted. They wanted him to be on the active roster and prepare like a quarterback, an NFL quarterback each and every week. And that started from the moment he was drafted out of Houston to rookie mini camp to OTAs to training camp to the preseason to when the regular season began. He's held that, you know, backup quarterback spot for the most part. But, you know, I still think he has a long way to go. And we've talked about this before. Like, I, I think that there the Cardinals might be in play for a veteran backup quarterback this offseason. Like, I don't I don't think Clayton Toon showed you as much as you need to see to be comfortable with him moving forward. Uh, I, yeah, it's going to be a decision this offseason that they're going to have to tackle. As far as this Sunday, Bo Brock, I think the headline is, can Kyler Murray and Jonathan Gannon get their first NFC West win of the season? But the sub-bullet is going to be, <laughs> Where are the Cardinals going to be drafting in the 2024 NFL draft? We have been talking draft on this program longer than Long we ever line. have before. Upwards of eight <laughs> months since the last draft, based on where the Cardinals were predicted. If the Cardinals win this weekend, they eclipse their Vegas over-under. I looked back, most profitable or legitimate gambling sites had them at four and a half. Some mm-hmm. had them at three and a half. USA Today had them at three wins. The Cardinals right now sit at four wins of the season. According to ESPN Analytics, Kyle Odegaard put this on his Twitter today. Um, good post by him. Cardinals have a mere 5% to get the number two pick in the draft. They have a 33% to get pick number three. They have a 26% to get pick number four. But if they go number five or below, they have a 36%. So ESPN Analytics think the Cardinals are going to win this game. And then their fate is going to be left up by the other teams. And, you know, I'm going back and forth with my game prediction, what's going to happen. Cardinals are, are playing with, with house money right now. There's no doubt about it. Let's check out, Bo, what we talked about yesterday. Bears repeating 
sizing up the schedules, what needs to happen for this team. Commanders, Cowboys, Patriots, Jets, Giants, Eagles, Chargers, Chiefs, Titans, Jags, every Mm -hmm. team on the left that the Cardinals could need a dub from potentially. Well, they all play at home. I mean, you're looking at this right now. Are you, do you want to go on the record? Where do you think the Cardinals potentially could be picking come Sunday evening? Um, I don't want to give too much as far as my prediction. No, but that's true. You know, I, the Arizona Cardinals, I think, probably stay at four wins. And the Patriots haven't lost to the Jets in fifteen the last 15 games against them. And you think that Bill Belichick, if he's on his way out, he's going to gift the franchise, a high draft pick, uh, you know, a, a nice little pick. And um, I, I just don't think that he's going to do that. If he can, if he can bust their ass by winning a football game, he's certainly going to do it. And he's not going to lose or lay down to a Jets organization. Didn't he take their coaching position at one point for like a day yeah. and then yeah. retreat back to the Patriots? Like he's this, he has every incentive to win this football game. It's an atrocious matchup of offensive football, but I think the Pats, just based on history, they should have the edge in this game. So I like the Cardinals to potentially, I mean, they got an opportunity to jump up the draft board here, but you know, that, that has to, they have to lose the football game, which is crazy. Like just their win against Philadelphia last week has changed the tune of so many of the Cardinals detractors out there, including the biggest clown of them all. Johnny, we didn't even talk about this yesterday. Yeah. Mike Florio. Mike Florio, somebody pointed this out to us on social media. What is it, uh, Jariah? Um, he, he, he DM'd us this little snippet from, from PFT. Yeah. Um, the Cardinals are laying a foundation for an interesting 2024. That's via Mike Florio. He's picking the Cardinals to win 27-24. And the group think over there, pro football talk, Chris Sims is like, yeah, they're going to win 27-24. They have the exact same score prediction. And Florio is saying the foundation there, it makes for an interesting 2024. Makes for an inch. No shit, Mike. What do you think no, they've been cheating. doing? The Cardinals are cheaters. There it is. The Cardinals are cheaters. <laughs> Gannon was a cheater. Austin Ford right. was a cheater in the offseason. It's They're an egregious go thing, job. Gannon's going to be fired after one year. They're not going to play Kyler Murray. Literally right. everything that Florio predicted, the opposite happened. Wrong, uh, and, wrong, uh, again, wrong, wrong. Florio, frenemy of the program. He came on during the offseason. That's, Bo and that's him Mike Florio. Uh, yeah. It, I mean, I think if you're into this kind of thing, Cardinals winning on Sunday – would would prove and continue to prove a lot of people wrong. I this has been the biggest week for the Cardinal naysayers to kind of go into the shadows a little bit and for people to come out and say like number 1 this team's well coached, number 2 this team has their franchise quarterback. And at the end of the day, roster be damn, like that's what you want. You want to be thought of as a team on the up and up mm-hmm. that you have your QB and your and your head coach. I think the Cardinals have both of those. I'm going to tell you right now. There is a bet that I shared with Bo Brock before the show. <laughs> that I think is not coincidentally the bet of the year. It is the bet of the year because it's the last regular season game. It's a cardinal bet. I'm going to tell you what it is right now with the bet MGM $1,500 first bet offer. Okay. It's, it's unequivocally. I didn't put it on Twitter because I wanted our viewers to have it first. James Connor and I, Tyler Drake pointed this out. And I, th- I thought he had one. James Connor's never rushed for a thousand yards. Mm-hmm. He has a chance if he gets 110 plus yards on Sunday, we'll have a thousand yards for the first time in his career. And he'll mm-hmm. have done it in a 14 game season. Like he missed four games, 
the guys who used to rush for a thousand yards in 14, 14 games, they used to really mean something unequivocally. I mean, you talked to Jonathan Gannon about James Conner today. You almost got emotional talking about it. He did. I thought he was going to get emotional. I said, what's going on here? Is he going to, is he choked up? But he he basically was asked about what, what James Conner brings to this organization. Sorry to, to, to no, make a pause there, but I mean, he did this. I mean, if you're watching, he puts his arms way like as wide as they can go. He meant he meant this much, and he said that's the blueprint of basically how to be a pro in this league. It's James Conner. So anybody yeah. thinking that James Conner is going anywhere, despite having a you know relatively to his position large cap hit next season, which is around eight and a half, I think that 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 conversation's over. If you don't think the Arizona Cardinals and Jonathan Gannon are going to try like hell to get James Conner 110 yards, Najee Harris 27 for 122, 4.5 yards per pop last week against Seattle. Seattle's given up almost six yards per play. Their run defense has been minimal. I don't know if the Cardinals are going to win this game. Plus 370 right now for James Conner to go 110 or over with our friends at BetMGM. Do it now. <laughs> 30 bucks pays out over 140. That is the pick of the year. Listen, if you can't root for that, what can you root for? It's not a parlay. You don't need eight other things to happen. I don't know. And you don't even have to root for the Cardinals to win in this scenario. They're going to give James Conner the ball 50 times in this game. They're, they are going his first 1,000 yard season, maybe his best chance ever. James Conner is getting over a thousand and I'm going to help you win your bet, whether it's $10 or $1,500. The first bet offer with our friends at BetMGM. Use the bonus code PHNX. Sign up now. You will not be sorry that you did. Again, at least 10 bucks. If your bet loses, your bonus bets will be available once your initial wage has been settled. Check out the show notes for full details. Now listen to my guy, Shane Diefenbach. Talk about it in the disclaimer. Problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-N-Y or text HOPE-N-Y 467-369-NEW-YORK. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico, in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., New York, or Ontario. My beautiful wife uh, is somewhat of a Mexican cuisine connoisseur. She comes from Yuma. They don't have around in that part of the state as far as Mexican food goes. Uh, I mean, Arizona is just they've, – they've got some of the best Mexican cuisine in the world, right? Uh, and so we're always looking for good places to go. But when we moved back to the state a couple of years ago – we stumbled upon some burrows, and it's been a weekly stop for the Brock family. We love some burrows. Our wife's order is the number nine. It's the two folded tacos with shredded beef, beans and rice. My son, he's getting the quesadilla with the beans and rice, and then I'm all over the place. I'm getting the taco. I'm getting the tostada. I am, you know... Just a variety is what flavors my life over at some burrows. We love some burrows. You need to find out for yourself about this unbelievable spot. And you've got one probably close to where you live here in the Valley of the Sun. Try their Fiesta platters. Try uh, their locations in the Valley, Flagstaff. You're never far from delicious, time-tested, Sonoran-style recipes. Lovingly prepared since 1986. Come check out their newest location in Goodyear, Peoria on the west side, I-17 in Joe Max, and visit some burrows, that's some, S-O-M-E-B-U-R-R-O-S.com to find one near you. Go enjoy one of those margaritas, enjoy some of that delicious food, and uh, thank us later. 
I wonder if anybody's ever said, I need some, some burrows. Probably never. That's probably no, never that's, happened. Um, that's good. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what is going to happen this weekend. The Arizona Cardinals are going to play their finale. We're going to get it to our predictions here in just a little bit, but I, I do want to discuss with you, Bo Brock, you know, you think about the way this draft situation, this draft kind of fallout of this weekend is shaping up and, you know, you've got the Chicago bears, which is on everybody's mind. What are they going to do? Their position is cemented, but like, These other franchises, Commanders, Giants, Patriots, Titans, these teams that very much could use a quarterback, are are their front offices going to interfere? Are the coaching staffs going to be put on on alert? Because the Cardinals are the only team. Let's look at the draft order, if we could, Damon Dog, for Week 17. Cardinals are the only team right here, number one, that they may or may not have a regime change and then certainly don't need a quarterback. Commanders, gut job. Patriots, gut job. Giants could very well go quarterback early and often. Chargers, mm-hmm. gut job, minus Herbert. Titans, potentially losing Vrabel. Talking about mutually parting ways. I mean, like, the Cardinals are going to either pick second or they're all the way down to seventh. Right now, it just it feels like the Cardinals are one of these teams where it's like, we know the Cardinals are going to try to win. I don't know if the same can be said for the rest of these teams. Yeah, the Cardinals are kind of like the Broncos were last year, right? We, we yeah. kind of talked about that day that, that we loved because we were covering this Cardinals team that was just a rudderless ship. It was a sinking ship, right? Cliff was it was inevitable. He was going to be shown the door. Kyle, we knew it's in some way he was not going to be tied to the organization, and their roster was completely depleted. Kyler was out. You had the Magic Man, David Blau. He was the one. <laughs> he was the quarterback Terrible. at that time. Like they weren't so winning a football game. Yeah, uh, but the Broncos, like they didn't own their top pick, right? And they were just trying to get right and. Kind to build some sort of momentum going into the offseason and they wanted just decent performances and they they beat a Chargers team in the finale last year to drop them in the the draft rankings and and we celebrated and and the Broncos I don't know what they did did they celebrate over at DMVR uh but you know I guess you could find some sort of moral victory there but yeah it's it's really interesting to kind of see like who is going to play to win now Mike Vrabel as long as he's the head coach and I love what he said in the press conference, like when he was asked about losing and he was just like, it fucking sucks. Just point blank. It's terrible. You can't sleep. Like he doesn't play any game to lose. And you know, Britton golden shared that like the players in that locker room, the coaching staff, like it weighs too heavy on them to, to, to play to lose. They just don't do it. They don't have it. Like most of them, they don't have it. Aren't aren't cut from that fabric. So, I mean, I know it's a, it's a very real thing, but, you know, I, I think that there's going to be guys out there trying to put up good tape and, and the, the results of that could be positive plays for a team that has no reason to have positive plays. So, um, I mean, looking at the schedule and looking at all these teams like the, the Arizona Cardinals, it, it, it's it would be a bit of a tough pill to swallow. But at the same time, like what's been put in place, you don't want to stop it just because of a draft pick, right? You don't want to just tell these guys who have their foot on the gas pedal all the way down to the floor and saying, give us everything you got. And then at the right before the finish line of the season, say, pull up, uh, take a fall for the betterment of our draft pick each and every round. I just don't think that that's possible at this point. You just can't pull the emergency break any longer. No, I agree. And I thought, you know, had they lost to Philadelphia, and like this week, it would have been the difference between like pick two and pick three or whatever. Yeah, I, I was very much of the mindset like, you know what, if it still looks pretty ugly 
but they're committed to K1, like rest some people this week, play Clayton Toon. But man, if the Cardinals won that game last week, it's just like, no, they're going to keep riding this out for better or worse. I think it's prediction time. We're going to do a mock draft here in a second, and we're going to do a mock draft based on our predictions here. I am happy to go first. This is our last prediction of the year. Is this a bit? No, it's not a bit. No, I mean, it's because I feel like anytime we do like a a list or stuff that I make and then you make, like, you're like, I'm going to go first. You go first all the time. Well, you just got done talking. To you a break. That's called being a cordial host. All right, smart okay. guys, go first. There's no bit here. I'm I'm as cut and dry. I'm a straight shooter. I just couldn't tell if it. it was a bit or not. Like I didn't know if I was out on the jokes. It's like, man, I bet he's gonna say he's gonna go first because he always goes first. But go the ahead. The end of all time the is I got that guy that that told me you didn't pay your fantasy football dues and we should share the game <laughs> on screen. That's the best bit in the history of the show. Yeah, I, I'm I'm predicting right now. It's prediction time with Johnny and friends. That's what we're going to call it. Uh, <laughs> Cardinals are going to narrowly lose this game. Uh, I genuinely believe this is going to happen. I, I It's not like I'm, I'm not rooting for this. I would love to see Kyler Murray go 500. Pete Carroll is a much, much, much better coach than Nick Sirianni. And I like regardless of what happened, Chicago Bears and you know Green Bay Packers, the, the, the Seahawks are going to play to win this game regardless if they get to the postseason. Like, Geno Smith needs a good finale for them not to draft a quarterback, for them not to maybe look elsewhere. He's had a pretty mid-season. I think the Cardinals are going to put points up. The Cardinals are going to struggle to stop the run. Kenneth Walker looks fantastic. Mm. Michael Wilson looked good last week. I think this is the continuation of Michael Wilson saying, F the haters. They had the Instagram live in the locker room last week, and Michael Wilson was was saying something about like people doubted me i'm back like i i agree with that i think michael wilson has a big game i think he's the offensive player of the game i didn't want to go chalk and, and go james connor or kyler murray i i'm i'm saying right now michael wilson's going to put an imprint like i know we need receiver help i am here i've arrived buda baker pro bowler let's see you take the ball away this week i'm challenging buda baker he's made a six pro bowl pro uh pro bowl this year um well deserved a little bit of uh, you know, an award for his career. Let's mm-hmm. let's have an INT. Let's have a sack. Let's let's do some negative plays this week, Buddha. I'm challenging you this week. Geno Smith, they're going to be available. Uh, and speaking available, Paris Johnson Jr. is now your most established tackle on the roster. With respect to Kelvin Beecham, who's played for about half a minute this year, Paris Johnson Jr. is going to be tasked to, to carry the weight at tackle this week. I. I am predicting there'd be a drop-off, obviously, from DJ Humphreys to Kelvin Beecham. Humphreys, of course, went on ACL, or excuse me, IR with an ACL. This mm-hmm. is Paris Johnson Jr., like Michael Wilson, but especially Paris, to put a bow on a very strong rookie year. I am going with the youth of this team to ball out in the last division game of the year. I am not rooting for them to lose again, but I have seen this too many times. Seattle, very, very well-coached, strong running game. They've got the pass rush. They've got the cornerback and Devin Witherspoon. So um, it's going to be a dogfight. I think this is absolutely going to go back and forth, and Seattle's going to win it with a last-second field goal. They're going to have the ball to win it, whereas Philadelphia you know, needed a touchdown with about 20 seconds. Seattle is not going to dick around. They are going to run the football yeah. about 65% of the time this game because that's how you beat the Cardinals. Yeah, I think it's a f- fantastic points. Uh, I like the Paris Johnson Jr. thing. We do have uh, a video, too, I want to share with everybody as far as the offensive line that we'll get into. It's great. You can see the camaraderie, that these guys love playing with each other. Um, but I, I agree. Like I, I think that the the edge as far as coaching, the, dis- the difference between who they faced last week and this week, like Pete Carroll – 
Uh, he would choke on his gum if he saw his team perform like Nick Sirianni's team did down the stretch, and he he wouldn't stand for it, and he's not going to stand for it. And I think it's it's actually similarly built teams, right? Yeah. And, and, and like Seattle's just actually just doesn't have the luxury of where they are as far as they're coming up. They're in the second year of their rebuild, and there's they still lack the the talent on defense. Like they've 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 sunk some some talent into the into the defensive front a little bit into the secondary of course draft capital um and the really the only difference is like Geno Smith and Jalen Hurts but like as far as like two rock solid wide receivers and and you add Jigba uh as well like that they're good the run games rock solid um and and they're going to try to run it down your throat but then and on the, the defense can't rush the pass right. at all yeah exactly one sack in the last 5 games Let's take up my predictions because, you know, I agree. I think that the Cardinals offense is going to continue to roll and it's going to run through James Conner. I mean, this is a Seattle defense that's given up 23 rushing touchdowns this season. It's just as bad as the pass defense from the Eagles last year that's given up 34 touchdowns. So you're going to see a big game on the ground from the Arizona Cardinals. Like overall, the Cardinals, I think they're around, like they'll have six players that have rushed for 150 yards on this team. Now that doesn't sound like a lot, but you have six guys that have gone over 150. So it's a full complement of guys running the football. But the guy that leads it is number six. And James Conner, as you mentioned with your bet there that you're going to do through uh, BetMGM, I mean, throw down some shekels on number six to finish his season strong. So he's my offensive star of the game and really expose a weakness of the Seattle Seahawks defense. And then I'm going more chalk Jalen Thompson. I mean, these, these two guys, James Conner and Jalen Thompson today, James, uh, Jonathan Gannon wax poetic about both of them in his press conference today. And he said, Jalen Thompson is everything that you want from a modern day NFL player, yep. uh, his versatility, what he's done for this defense. He does take the ball again away. And I think he's going to take the ball away again and hopefully add to his uh, career high four picks on a season on Sunday. And then my X factor has been the X factor all season for the Arizona Cardinals, Matt Prater. Yeah. Dump some Prater eight out Matt Prater. We didn't talk about him as much as for the snubs yesterday, but Matt Prater has had an unbelievable season, been so consistent for the Cardinals and been a weapon that when they're on like third and long and they're not in like a very great spot on the field, if they can get to a certain spot, especially at State Farm Stadium, they're within Prater range. And he's been pretty rock solid, consistent as far as kicking the ball through the uprights and putting up points for this offense when they desperately needed him. Look for him to expect to do that. But I do think like you said with the edge as far as coaching from last week to this week that Seattle has enough offensively where they can impose their will yeah. on the Arizona Cardinals defensively as we mentioned Kevin Strong's not there Dante Stills isn't there they are down tremendous on the defensive line and I mean you who, know, who's going to start on a defensive tackle for this team someday? I mean if they if they activate Lecky maybe uh pff, Roy Lopez who's been playing some nose and then, I don't know, maybe Jones? I don't know. Naquan Jones? I don't know, man. But they like to have five, and you'd be hard-pressed to name five. Yeah, I, they like to have five. Can I interest you in one and a half, two, maybe? <laughs> uh, listen, a lot of nickel for the Cardinals, for better or worse. Uh, we're going to do a mock draft based on where we think the Cardinals are going to be picking come Sunday. Uh, but speaking of Sunday, if you're not on the docket, come out to Gila River Resorts and Casinos at Wild Horse Pass for our watch party. What are you doing? We have jersey giveaways out the yin-yang. I'm telling you right now, Kyler Murray, uh, I believe we have. Do we have a James Conner available? Uh, Fantastic. 
So again, good chance you come out, you got a great shot to win something. And even if you don't, I mean, they've got 800 slot machines, 15 blackjack tables, whatever you want to do, come do it with us. I am calling it our kind of default. This is the draft party, baby. This is the pre-draft party. We're going to know by the end of the fourth quarter at Gila River Resorts and Casinos Wild Horse Pass before the postgame show, where the Arizona Cardinals are picking experience that moment. It could be Marvin Harrison Jr. time, baby. But in the meantime, check them out. Gila River Resorts and Casinos. Let them know what you're all about. Gila.com. Again, we are going to be out there pregame, halftime, postgame, myself, the playmaker, former Arizona Cardinal wide receiver, Britton Golden, Damon Dog behind the mic, producing quality content. Hopefully a, a ton of additional PHNX personalities. Mm-hmm. My guy, Bo Brock, Howard Balzer, they're going to be at the stadium. So if you're not going to the game, come out to either River Resorts and Casinos. You will not be sorry that you did. The food's fantastic. Tremendous nachos. The sports book <laughs> is on point. We're going to be hanging out. Do not miss it. Yeah, no doubt about it. It's going to be fantastic. You basically show up and you're coming away with a jersey. What do we say? We're giving away four jerseys a quarter. And they're signed by some big time names. Have you ever heard of is his name Larry Fitzgerald? Is that Not a guy? With him, no. Yeah. Uh James Connor, Zaven Collins, Kyler Murray. Get your ass out there. Those ring any bells? Yeah. Does that sound you know those guys? Those apples? Yeah. <laughs> it's fantastic. Speaking of Cardinals legends, I can't divulge too much, but there's a Cardinals legend like 20 feet from me right now. Okay. He's in the studio. He's doing a special thing right now for PHNX that you're going to want to look out for. Why is he on this show? Get him in here. He's complimenting right now our brand new flooring from Empire Today. Okay. This is, I'm a Cardinals legend. This is legendary flooring from our friends over at Empire Today. It's unreal what they did. It looks fantastic. You, if you're looking to upgrade your flooring in your condo, your home, wherever it may be, Empire Today is the best place for new flooring. Of course, they've got all those copycats out there, but Empire Today can't be beat on quality, service, and speed, convenience, quickness, easiness. That's what they're all about, and they've got their virtual floor design set up online. Check it out for yourself. And while you're doing that, when you log on to empiretoday.com, put slash PHNX, because you can start to begin the process of saving your Self $350 off and use that discount with the promo code PHNX. So go to empiretoday.com slash PHNX for more details to start the process of getting $350 off your next flooring from Empire Today. Super chats, you guys are the best. Deuce, $5. I think it's important to keep playing Kyler Murray. I agree with that. Uh, JG even said there's no uh, substitute for live game reps. Mm-hmm. K1 will prove himself and develop more win-win. Kyler Murray wants to build off of what they were doing last week, cooking with gas. And um, Deuce is a is converted, right? Deuce was kind of a was, and forgive me, but it, was he kind of anti Kyler for a little bit? I think he needed to see more, like yeah. a lot of people, and that's sure. fair. And it's and like, forgive me for saying anti, but had had skeptic. Some, he was a skeptic yeah, for, sure. for sure. Topics and now to see that that's great. Yeah, nine ninety nine. Friend of the program, dear dear friend, Connor K one Dorch McBride, Elijah Higgins, Higgy Bear, Carter Wilson. Give me two more receivers that produce. Add two receivers and an OT to that pot of gumbo. We become a major problem. Uh, you're speaking my language. Maybe in our mock draft here, we can we can help with some of that. I think would be fantastic. But I mean, Bo, you look at that and it's like, you know what? Even though they're they're not established, that's a that's a good start 
to what I think is going to be a revamp Cardinal offense in, in 2024. Yeah, I, I think that this was uh, this was a big part of what you wanted from this season is figure out, you know, the Jerry Maguire, like, who's coming with me, right? Who's coming with me? And, you know, you find the Goldfish, you find Dorothy Boyd, and then the Arizona Cardinals found, like, hey, we got some guys, the playmaking department, really like our offensive line. As topic 64 pointed out there, probably got to find a solution. And they, we are already kind of previewing upgrading at the tackle spot, just not understanding how this game goes. Like once you hit the age of 30 and, and that's what DJ Humphreys was, regardless of the ACL injury, you know, your best days are likely behind you. And, you know, the Arizona Cardinals, what they want to draft and develop and they want to draft premium positions in that tackle spot, even though they took one six overall, there's another position there. So, um, I, I think that absolutely an offensive tackle would be great. Deuce, again, $2. Cardinals win. 34-27 team chemistry has gelled. I, you're right there with Bo and I. You just got flipped the script a little bit. It's going to be a tight game. It's going to be a one-possession game. Listen, I'd love to see the Cardinals come out on top, especially <laughs> get, a, get a division win here in 2023-2024. In Topic 64 again. Our center is so freaking dope. Froldholt is a beast. We've come a long way. Yeah. Topic 64 on Yell to Froldholt. And as our guy Brian Baldinger said, Bowie just needed an opportunity. Just needed a chance, right? Let's show the clip, though, of our offensive linemen, right? We love those guys. Oh, we're going to we're gonna bring on a Cardinals legend. I thought we were trying to keep this uh, under wraps, but we got – I don't know if you recognize this face. Oh, my goodness. He was lighting Jake up Palmer, in the desert a Cardinal long time ago. Joining the program right now, <laughs> live in studio. Jake, thanks for coming on. Hey, thank you. Just uh, over here with Craig doing some stuff. And, uh, yeah, you guys are talking cards. I had to stop in and say what's up. What did you think of Kyler Murray's performance last week against Philadelphia? Um, I did. I, I they won the game. I think he did a great job. <laughs> there you go. What else do you have to say about that, Jake the Snake Plumber? We got some great content gotta, coming out with you. Got to reach out. Let me come on the show a little bit. Drop right, some anytime. knowledge. We got to right. we got to get the reunion of, of Frank Sanders and, and Jake Jake Plummer. We got to have it. That was Please. a golden connection. Hey, Jake Jake Plummer exit stage left. Fantastic. Look at that. Yeah, everybody loves the snake being here on PHNX Cardinals. I mean, I I teased that we had a Cardinals legend just feet from us, and there he is, Jake uh, MF and Plummer. No, you love doing this show. <laughs> you never know what might happen on PHNX Cardinals, the the premier Arizona Cardinal podcast. Love it, love it, love it. Drop a like if you love that. Yeah, Do we we'll want to show real quick the Froholt, uh, Froholt, yeah, Will Hernandez, Perry yeah, yeah, yeah. Johnson? I saw these guys standing at the lockers today. I was like, you know what? I want to talk to the trio. You know, unfortunately, DJ Humphreys wasn't there. He's he's out with the injury. But yeah. I wanted to talk to these guys, just throw them a couple fun questions and just see what their response is. Here, here they are. Who do you think had the biggest block of the season from you from you three? That's Paris on TJ Watt. It's probably Yelder. Paris. I would say I've seen some 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 plays like down the field. It's like 30 yards down the field, the only one by the ball for the O line. He's just throwing DBs out of bounds. Um, that's probably probably my favorite yeah, thing. Yeah, I only get highlights of versus people that are smaller than me. That's all. That's the only thing. Yeah. <laughs> if TJ if TJ gets Defensive Player of the Year, it's definitely so. Oh, 100. Yeah. 100%. 100%. <laughs> Last question. Best celebration from the O lineman this year. Who gets it? We don't really have any like crazy. Probably Paris almost killing JC last game when he jumped oh, over. Paris had the little dance after JC's touchdown. Oh, that was cool. Honestly, Paris is the only one that does cool stuff. Yeah, Paris, Paris got it. We're big on celebrating. He's a big solo guy. Just dancing by himself. Doing his own shit. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. 
Those guys are having some fun with each other. Paris Johnson, he's just a solo act, right? The rest is a cohesive unit, and they're giving him a, the rookie a hard time. He'd love to see it. I don't remember the TJ Watt block. Do you? Is it where he tag-teamed him with DJ Humphreys? I, I just know TJ was pretty uneventful that game. Yeah. Uh, and Paris had a great game, and he's been playing well the last month of the season. Froholt, especially, has had a, a great five-week stretch. Somebody pointed it out um, on Twitter via PFF. That's the the holy trinity right there <laughs> for 2024. Like I'm, I'm, I'm being, you know, a little bit disingenuous, but see, all, in all seriousness, like if you're fired up at the, about the Cardinals, you should be fired up about those three players. They're all under contract. First of all, nobody's making any money. Paris mm-hmm. Johnson Jr. is on his rookie deal. Those Yelda Froholt, Will Hernandez were nice signings that off season to your contracts. That's, that's what you build around. And wouldn't Joe Alt with that group that trio just look great? <laughs> you got Joe Alt booking in the other side, and they're all just four peas in a pod. And yeah, that's great stuff. Had I been there, I would have gotten emotional, JG style, talking yeah. to those three guys. You would have just tried to put your arm around them, or like yeah, I would have just not arm around. I would have asked to be carried around the locker room. You'd be like they're Alan from The Hangover. Like, we are the four best friends. Anyone can. Yeah. I mean, how many, and this is not like a size joke, but how many Johnny Venerables can we fit in one Will Hernandez? Four? Um, he's so wide. Yeah, probably. If I scrunched up, you could probably get four of me in a, in a Will Hernandez. <laughs> but he's like the sweetest dude. One yeah. of the nicest people. Uh, and uh, that's great stuff. Jake Plummer. I'm still not over Jake. This I know. Making a, making a pop in. A uh, little mock draft action. What do you think? Absolutely. Uh, do you want to tell people how they can get to the Cardinals game, though, for a pretty decent price uh, for the finale? Well, I could, uh, but I don't want to save people too much money. Or what am I talking about? <laughs> of course I do. Uh, you want to make some smart decisions this weekend. Well, first of all, the smartest move you can do right now, using game time, $20 off your first purchase with bonus code PHNX. You're going to get hooked up. Uh, I think you can get in the building. This is live podcasting at its finest. I'm pulling up the game time app as we speak. Lightning deals upon lightning deals. You can get in the building, Arizona Cardinals, for $25. We're going to get you 20 bucks off of that if this is the first time you're using that app. How about row nine, under 400 bucks? You want to basically be able to touch the players? It's going to cost you a <laughs> fraction of what it normally would be. PHNX is the bonus code, $20 off. And again, if you're like, you know what, I'd actually rather go to the Suns game. Works for that, too. Works for yeah. concerts, events, works for parking passes. Whatever you want to do, do it last minute with our friends at Game Time. Download the Game Time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Guaranteed and also guaranteed mostly on every corner here on your Valley Streets is a Circle K. If you want to get to the stadium or you're leaving the stadium on Sunday, best spot to go load up on some delicious snacks is Circle K. It's America's thirst shop, and you got to join their new free membership program. And also, while you're doing it, you can save 25 cents per gallon on your first five Phillips. Save three cents per gallon every day. And every six, you get a selection of free Circle K products from pizza, the coffee, the Polar Pops. Don't miss out. You get the free 31 days of Circle K in the Inner Circle app. Join the Inner Circle by downloading the Circle K app today for free. Terms and conditions of Apply at participating locations. Visit CircleK.com for details. He did steal my shtick. Uh, I love Circle K. I love being a, a member of the Inner Circle. I will allow Bo to join the Inner Circle, albeit temporarily. Uh, I want to talk about the Super Chats real quick. My guy Merv, 
Uh, busting a move, as always, nine ninety nine. The Cardinals have signed former cornerback, converted defensive lineman, <laughs> bust a knee, and defensive end Johnny Venerable to their practice squad, per sources of PHNX Sports. I think Howard Balzer just broke that news. <laughs> Expected to be elevated on Sunday. It, I, I think Merv and I might have to play in this game. Like, you might see Bo at the game yeah. uh, doing his reporter thing, and you, you're going to see me on the field being carted off. Because I mean, I, I don't know about Merv it. up front. Uh, well, I guess he's, he's defensive line, and then Johnny's what? A, he's a 3-4 DE? Is that what you are? I th- Yeah, I think I'm – I'll put my hand in the ground, but I'm also yeah. athletic enough to do a drop back on, like, a tight end. You know, who's the oh, tight boy. end for the Seahawks that they got in the trade no for the Broncos? Fan? Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll be I'll be backpedaling. I'll stay step for step with no yeah. offense. You're just getting you watching Johnny getting erased every every play would be any price I'd pay on game time. Just watch him just go out there, get in his stance, and then just get absolutely obliterated. Key matchup: Johnny <laughs> Venerable versus Charles Cross. <laughs> <laughs> the key matchup would last yeah. one play. It would look like the the scene from the Blind Side where he blocks a guy into the stands. Yeah. Uh, listen, that, that might be what they're going for this weekend with that defensive line group. Uh, wrenches and Rants, $1.99, the snake, the other great QB drafted. Very appropriate. Yeah. Kyler Murray, Jake Plummer, that, that's the hierarchy of drafted franchise quarterbacks for this franchise. Illidre, $1.99, Jake Plummer, the reason I became a Cardinals fan. I think for a lot of people, that, uh, that was the turning of the tide, man. That yeah. was, you know, it was obviously it took a, a decade too long for them to to make some noise moving to the desert, but that was the team. And uh, man, it was so fun that when we had Frank Sanders on the show on a regular basis and he would just take us back to that time. It was just fantastic to just the, the, how he energized, he brought just that, that energy, the play style that just fit that organization that craved it. And once he hit the field, you know, it the rest was history and they made their way to the playoffs and they beat, the Dallas Cowboys in a playoff game, which is just fantastic. You can't write it up better than that. Uh, somebody's saying it would be like the show Jackass if Johnny played in the NFL. <laughs> Absolutely. Johnny Knoxville, Johnny Venerable. I am Johnny uh, Venerable. I'm playing defensive <laughs> end for the Arizona Cardinals today. Welcome to Jackass. <sighs> <All right. laughs> We're going to be jackasses here with our friends at PFF, the PFF Mock Draft Simulator. Uh, certainly not the last time we're going to do this, but the last time during the regular season, I'm going to share – my screen we're going to be at pff and uh, you guys let me know bo brock if you can see my screen there it is and uh hey surprise surprise the cardinals are picking third <laughs> the patriots have upset the jets the cardinals have lost a close matchup washington of course loses the cardinals are picking third overall we are starting this mock draft caleb williams drake may go one two oh. how do you do how are the turntables? Uh, pretty fantastic. I think that this is probably like the easiest scenario. As tantalizing as a trade down would be, do you do you risk it? I mean, I know no. the Patriots are QB hungry, but I think you take arguably the best player prospect in this draft. And, you know, we were crying about it a little bit last week that they might have gotten out of range for Marvin Harrison Jr. But if you put yourself right back in a primo position for it, the Bears do the right thing and take Caleb Williams. Marvin Harrison is ripe for the plucking right there. You take him. I think so, too. Now, this is interesting. The Giants, I mean, like, how much could you just destroy the Giants here? Well, you're mad at that. So we're not. Yeah, it. Like we've already talked about, the Cardinals did their trade back last year. And while I'm open to that again for future ones, it can't be in spite of taking Marvin Harrison Jr. So that's what we're going to do. 
It's already an A-plus draft. For me, everything else is house money. In this scenario, Houston will have missed the playoffs narrowly. The Cardinals are picking 17. Uh And I think another easy decision, Bull Brock. Yeah. You like Cooper to Gene? I do. I like (laughs) (laughs) The White Lightning, he declared today... Uh, for the cause, as a lot of people on Twitter have, have yeah, pointed. no, I mean Jared Verse, that Florida State defense that you know was chirping after um, watching the college football playoff, but it, despite you know Florida State with their just crushed uh, roster in defense and guys who had opted out, Jared Verse I think is the guy. Latu from from UCLA is an interesting prospect. When you say it's it's an easy decision, did you mean Verse or, or who are you looking at? I said I meant pass rusher regardless. I actually yeah. lean on Latu in this situation. I, I like the guy who's a little bit bigger. He's 6'5", as compared to Verse, who's, I think, an inch or two shorter. He's got more yeah. production, and uh, and I think he's just a better fit. I think he's a, if, if the Cardinals are going to run more of a traditional 4'3 next year, Jared Verse, he's still a really good fit, but he's a little bit smaller. I like Latu in this situation. Are you okay with that? No, I'm not. I mean... I'll, I'm not going to dig in, but I mean, I, 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 the edges, the, the premium position, like I said, one sack, and it was kind of a token sack that wasn't even a real one against Justin Fields and the Bears. So in the last five games, really no sacks from this pass rush. So you, you got to upgrade that spot. Um, if you get a guy with, with a great skill set, let's do it. So if you want to take lot two, that's, that's up to you. And look at this average draft position 10 compared to, to 14. And again, it's just, Kind of where the chips fall. I I think Latu's a better prospect. Right. Could change over the course of the offseason with new information. We get to pick 35. Uh, is this where you pull the trigger on an offensive tackle, especially when you figure what what's happened to DJ Humphreys bow? Yeah. Uh I think probably. I mean, especially when you look at how this board is kind of uh the draft dominoes have fallen. You, you do consider a corner because that's still a massive need. But when you look at the in in I don't know, maybe the tackle class in its depth gives you the luxury of taking the top corner off the board here and maybe holding out for a tackle. What do you think? Uh, you know, I, listen, I, I think, I think this is a position that they like the young players that they have. They're certainly not settled at it. Garrett Williams is going to miss the finale, you know, Keetro Clark, Starling Thomas, you would assume they're going to be in the fold this off season. I think they're going to sign one to two veteran corners. And I, while I, I think it's a priority to add one, if one falls to you, I think this situation with DJ Humphreys has made the situation at tackle now dire where one of your first three picks needs to be a tackle because as much as I like the depth, I don't think it's fair to ask a third round pick to come in and play left or right tackle. Whereas you've got a couple quality options now. And I, I think it starts with this young man. I know a lot of people talk about a guard and maybe that's his future eventually, but I, I look at six, four, three fifteen. You can play right tackle in the NFL at that size, Bo. For sure. And uh, I think he's going to be at the Senior Bowl. Arizona Cardinals should get a good look at him um, down in Mobile. And yeah, there, I have no problem with this pick. Just makes sense. We're going chalk, edge rusher, wide receiver, tackle. Those are maybe three of their biggest needs on the team suddenly. They and used now uh, you can... three of their four first picks last draft at those positions, and it's fine. Yeah. And now you can really talk about okay, is there some quality? depth or some quality value that's fallen to you. I'm looking at this and I'm saying, you know what? I mean, do you just go chalk again and go back to the well at edge rusher, Bo? Who, who do we like? The kid out of uh, Isaac out of Penn State? Um, yeah. Jonathan I mean, Brooks, 
running back out of Texas is an tr- intriguing prospect. He did officially declare the other day after speculation that he could go back. He's came, he's coming off a knee injury. Like with James Conner in-house, could you draft Damn. his successor? But it's pretty early to do that. I love Brooks, and I think that there's a pl- time and place to do it. This is just a little earlier because you have more pressing needs. Uh, you know, seeing the kid from Yale, the tackle from Yale still on the board, that's what I was thinking with this, with this tackle class that you might be able to pass on it. And we're still looking to address the needs up front defensively. Still need to add some beef, but is there a prospect worthy of that right now uh, that's on the board? And I don't think there is. So, yeah, do you maybe go back to Isaac because you still need the edge rusher? Uh, this reminds you- me of Shane Ray and Marcus Golden once upon a time, separated by a round. Missouri talking about Chop Robinson and Isaac? Yeah. And yeah. I, this is a guy, if you study his tape, I mean, he's a, he's a redshirt senior. He's an older player. And a lot of people would say he's probably maxed out his athletic ability. That's okay. You can afford to take a player like this in the third round. He had nine sacks in the Big Ten, had some really good games against quality opponents. You know, the Illini are a well-coached team, big boy team. I I think that situation has become so dire. You don't know what the future is with guys like Dennis Gardeck and Zayvon Collins. I have no issue, especially when you consider, like, you're picking 71 here in three picks. So I, I think Isaac's the play. All right. And you could have an option here. I, I I think you've you've taken your medicine. And while cornerback and defensive line remain an issue, I think this is with Jonathan <laughs> and Brooks available. I think this is going to Monty Osford and saying this is your Derrick Henry, going to Drew Petsing and saying this is your Nick Chubb. I think Jonathan Brooks at 71 is right where the Cardinals need to be living. I know it's not their most pressing need, but you told me yesterday we're still rebuilding. This is a pick for the rebuild. This is a pick that says we have now three capable backs. If you include Michael Carter and, of course, James Conner, we are flipping loaded at that position. And I will go to my grave saying that Kyler Murray, while a franchise quarterback, needs a bell cow big running back. <laughs> because once James Conner is gone, when you're in the red zone, yeah. six foot, 210, we, we need that. We need that to carry over beyond James Conner, Bo. You're uh, you're getting ratioed in the chat. Let's look at some oh, defensive geez. linemen. Let's just look at some defensive linemen. Wow. Please bring up no, the no one's even group. ever entertaining it. No one's even entertaining. Okay, <laughs> fine. I will let the chat. Byron Murphy, is that what you want? Is that is that who you want me to select? <laughs> Did Chris Jenkins go uh, way earlier? I, I would assume so out of Michigan, yeah, right? Uh, I can find it while people continue. No, it's okay. Here. But if I think Mark, yeah, you went to the Dolphins. That's not a disaster. <laughs> Um, man, this is tough. I mean, you got the kid out of Clemson, and you got Byron Murphy the second, and I and I don't think I get. Uh, I like my toys, man. I want I, I want some fun in the sun. Uh, with with I mean Jonathan Brooks in like a half t shirt running no, around. I think you got to go with the August. kid out of Clemson. I just you just have to or Byron Murphy the second. Let's let's I Byron Murphy the second. I think we're gonna get to um, the combine and and pro days, and he's gonna elevate to a, a top two round pick. I think he's gonna be a top fifty prospect. So I'm with you. So what we'll are we go doing Byron here? Murphy here. Yeah, right. You took the right kid out of UT. Good job. Now, <laughs> how dare you? Uh, any interest now? Looking at these options here, would you be tempted, even with Marvin Harrison Jr., to go back to the receiver well? with McMillan falling to you, exceptional college prospect. 
gets yeah. overshadowed by our guy Roma Dunzibo. Yeah, I mean, Roma Dunzi overshadows uh, two other wide receivers in Washington. Has the best wide receivers in the country, um, but I like the Brooks thing. Still think you got to continue to eat some vegetables here. Maybe even go back to to the well as far as some some beef, some defensive help up front, uh, or maybe take the top guard in this draft and Christian Haynes because. Um, you know, we'll see, I, we've been encouraged by Elijah Wilkinson, but don't you want maybe the future of that position and somebody to draft at it for McKinley Jack, uh, Jackson too, out of, uh, Texas A&M a decent defensive lineman as well. Uh, for the sake of some adversity, uh, and we've gone with Christian Haynes, diversity a or times. adversity, diversity in terms of our picks. Yeah. We've taken Christian Haynes a good amount. Uh, I'm going to say, let's go away <laughs> from that for the sake of this mock draft. Uh, Zach Frazier is a, a really nice prospect. He just, I think he just recently declared, um, gave up no sacks this year. Obviously, as you can see, uh, smaller conference. Um, I, you know, I, is he too comparable to what you had in John Gaines last year? Uh, obviously, you mentioned the kid, uh, Mahoney, out of Boston College. No, uh, I, Haynes, I, I was saying Haynes out of UConn. Oh, my fault. My fault. A hands out of UConn. Okay. Well, you you may. This is our last pick. This is pick eighty-one. I'm gonna defer it to my co-host here here because I can't see the chat. Who do the people want for the last pick in the top one hundred for the Arizona Cardinals in 2024? <laughs> uh, Michael saying another DT wouldn't be back. Deuce uh, saying Haynes in all caps. Josh is saying Bo give Johnny's mouse a curfew. Brent saying Haynes. Kenny's saying Haynes. Uh, oh, Mike dude. saying <laughs> Williams at a, I think at Ohio State. Uh, Josh is saying Haynes is the easy choice. Uh, we're seeing a lot of Haynes in there. How many Rock people in this Haynes. chat? And not, I'm not trying to be an asshole. How many people in this chat watched Christian Haynes watch UConn football this year? I have not watched a second of it, so I am I'm leaning on everybody. He's a three year starter. He's played over 2,400 snaps. That's great, but I. I would be lying if I told you I watched a bunch of UConn football every Sunday, Saturday afternoon. You're a man of the people. Listen I am to the a man people. of the people. And that's why I'm taking Blake Corum, 91st, <laughs> and I'm going to draft him. He's too I don't hate it. I, I don't hate that. You think he's okay with Kyler Murray? Blake Corum? I, I think he's okay with really anybody. Like I, I was skeptical as well, but watching how – Physical, he can play. He can play a little bit bigger than 5'8", but let's go with Haynes. Let's go with the... No, we're going Blake Corum. I'm overriding you. We're making Blake Corum an Arizona card. You're unbelievable. In a shocking scenario, Monty Austin Monty Austin going Blake Corum with pick no, eight. Not. Yes, he is. Unbelievable. Johnny just declared martial law. <laughs> the Arizona Cardinals... Have an A draft despite Blake Corum C minus yeah, grade. But, yeah, you're C minus. <laughs> I listen. I don't love this draft, draft, but you don't love this draft. No, maybe who, mostly who, because who you just were shooting from the hip. Pick? Uh, all the ones you made. All right. It's, 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 <laughs> I don't like where this show you took. You went with what you wanted all the way up until I took the defensive lineman. You're like, oh, Jared Verse or, or Latu out of UCLA. Well, there Johnny's hitting Latu there. And then you take uh, Blake. People Corum. are calling me Steve Kime 2.0, and you, <laughs> you never, never go, go full time. 
Blake Blake Corum, Arizona Cardinal. Hey, wouldn't it be fun as hell. Blake Corum and Marvin Harrison Jr. at the same training camp. You'd be into that. Don't tell me wasn't, you wouldn't be into that. Wasn't it like draft days under Steve Kime? They did have a certain they were they were fun for a little bit, and then you realized that they were it was just it was empty calories. Like the fun yeah. ended quickly. Once I, you realize like, these guys couldn't play. And candy and I, go, I loved watching Hakeem Butler make big plays for Iowa State. Oh, he can't catch at the NFL level? That sucks. Well, the fun's gone now. Yeah. that's. I tried to take Jonathan Brooks earlier, and everybody <laughs> told me not to. So now you get Blake Corum. Topic 64 at 999. That Chicago Bears <laughs> situation is crazy. I just don't know how what they're thinking. And the crazy fans are chanting Justin's name, trying yeah. to convince the Chicago management. Um, we are we are all unequivocally any Johnny in, in upper management there where he won't listen to what everybody else is saying. He just wants what he wants. <laughs> wow. How dare you? Everybody show... in the chat, Tay Canes, Tay Canes, Tay Canes. And Johnny's like, you get Blake Corum. <laughs> the O line's in good shape. Uh as far as the Chicago Bears, topic 64. We're all we're all Green Bay Packer fans. Not only are we Green Bay Packer fans, we are rooting for the Chicago Bears to be humiliated this weekend. Yeah. We are rooting for a three interception game from Justin Fields, wetting the bed. Matt Lafleur taking a dump all over Chicago this weekend. That's what we want. We want Eberflus to be Eber fraud again. Matt Lafleur, if you think this, if you think Matt Lafleur is going to lose to Matt Eberflus to go to the playoffs in Lambeau at Green Bay, you are outside your mind. This is a pack all-day game, after the Packers last year lost an opportunity to go to the playoffs, losing to an up-and-coming Lions team, you think they're going to let a division rival back-to-back years play spoiler to their postseason berth? Hell no. Hell no. I cannot wait. Come Sunday afternoon, the Arizona Cardinals picking third overall and the Chicago Bears unequivocally taking Caleb Williams, print up the number 18 jerseys. I'm back, baby. All right. I like it. We're back uh, Sunday. Absolutely. We're going to be uh, live from the Gila River Resort and Casino Wild Horse Pass. Join Johnny Venerable and, of course, Britton Golden and just a, a huge stack of signed Cardinal jerseys that you can win. We're giving away four a quarter. Join us. You show up. You're likely walking away with some signed merch. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. Just don't. It's the regular season finale. We're putting the bow on this season. We're so thankful for everybody out there. Uh, join us at Gila River. Make sure to sign up. Become a diehard today. Go phnx.com. Read the work of Howard Balzer. And, of course, check out the merch locker, phnxlocker.com. Got to be 21 years and older to partake at Gila River uh, Resorts and casinos this weekend. Check us out. Go phnx.com. Become a diehard. The diehard Discord, PHNX Cardinals, is off the chain. We got some special surprises coming up. In the meantime, he's Bob Brock, Damon Dog, behind the mic. Like this video. Get this to three hundred ahead of the season finale. Seattle at Arizona. We're going to be breaking it all down. I'm Johnny Venerable. We'll see you at game day.